Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast, episode 59. One away from a big 6-0, but uh, I don't know why these two gentlemen are laughing behind me if uh, we're over here under grace. Behind you? Yeah, how are we behind you? What? I mean, think about that just it. Sounds wrong. Be- that just sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm out. Hello, right. you guys can host this on your own. Right. Finally, right. Dylan, come All on, right. take Cow- over. Cow- Cowboy Dan, take over. Welcome to episode 59 of the Eagle Eye Podcast. I'm be your host today, and let me introduce my two co-hosts, Christian. I'll start with you since okay. uh, you're not you're not being a, a like Ivan being petty about it. Christian, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, it's gonna snow tomorrow here in New York. I'm, I'm kind of excited for that. Go outside, build a snowman. Uh, a little bit sad over the weekend, but I think uh, good things are to come. That's good. That's good. Well, we got a lot of talk about today as we're going to talk about <laughs> the devastating defeat to Pumas, a 1-0 loss. We're also going to be talking about Lady Aguilas that, that after they got their nice little win that Ivan was like, we should start maybe pushing the, the panic button a little bit. And just kind That's of tap it. Just That's kind of go. Okay, let's, everybody. Go to the episode. Ivan, I'm done with you. Done with you. <clears throat> you know what? I will say that was pretty good. You, you got, I, I think you got a peep on my show notes before we started. You're right. That's pretty good. <laughs> I like that. No, but as Cowboy Dan said it perfectly, um, <clears throat> we got lots to talk about. We're going to break down that uh, 1 0 defeat against Pumas. Uh, we, we all have a lot to say about that one. And a lot went wrong, and I think uh, the one person we need to blame here is uh, is America themselves. I have Pineda. Oh shoot! Oh, <laughs> well, God. If we're talking about superstitions, then yes, I will. Uh, 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 this one will go up to me, and um, and it's because I was only up for two hours. Uh, I only had two hours of sleep, so <laughs> you know, guys. Breaking yeah. news. Wait, wait, hold on. Breaking news. I got my candy cane open, so we're good now. <laughs> But uh, we're also going to be talking Lady Aguilas. I think the only thing that if we're talking about America in, in perspective this weekend, I think it's the two, the only thing that we actually get to, get to be happy about. Because, I, I, you know, Dylan, you and I watched that game. Christian, I know you watched that game as well because you were you saw that guy's uh, Real Madrid patch fall off his jersey, um, yeah. <laughs> which was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? They, they walked away with three points, and uh, they actually looked pretty decent, you know? Uh, after like Dylan so nicely put it, it uh, I was questioning whether or not uh, we should start maybe asking questions about this team. And then of course uh, the ladies riled back up and they uh, they they definitely started using that hashtag Fora Aguila Fora Aguila Fora Ivan uh, t- uh, hashtag that Dylan just put out. But you know it, it was good, <clears throat> but it was a bittersweet also win because of uh, uh, Diana as well, who's going to be missing the rest of the clausura. We'll oh, touch yeah. a little bit more about it and everything. Uh, but, uh, yeah, gentlemen, we ready to get started. Yes, sir. All right, we're ready. Let's lock and load and rock and roll on our way over here. Well, we're going to start off where we should always start off. America lost against Pumas in what was a very, very terrible game. Um, I mean, do you guys have maybe one word to sum it up? Dylan, you seem ecstatic about it. Go, shoot, shoot, shoot. Why am why am I excited? excited I don't know. You just seem very excited. I don't know. Maybe maybe because I played basketball for this. I'm like I'm just like 
No, I told you guys why Dylan is excited because I don't know if you guys have been seeing the rumors that have been flying around Twitter about how America lost this game on purpose because there was money behind it because there was all this propaganda and this and that. Well, Dylan was getting a nice paycheck from Televisa because mm-hmm. of this loss. So, what do you got to say? Why you get throw me under the bus like that? <clears throat> throw you under? I'm throwing you over it. People need to know this. The game was disappointing. That's my word, disappointing. But I feel like I've been using it too much. So um, I don't even know how to describe. I don't even know how to describe this game. Oh, pathetic. We can use pathetic as well. Yeah, pathetic's good. That's pathetic. A little strong. No, it's not. No. Uh, For our podcast, that's a bit strong. Hmm. They're they've they've been pathetic. Yeah. No heart. No passion. I think at the end of the day, we could use as many synonyms and adjectives as we want about this, but, you know, it, it wasn't a good game in, in all retrospects. Um, you know, you got to take in, in consideration as well the heat. Uh, that played a part as well. Not to say that's an excuse because uh, the, in no way are, are we the type of people to even make up an excuse for this team, but um, you have to take that in consideration. I think Pumas was a little bit more adapted to that. Um, and our players just weren't there, just absolutely weren't there. I mean, 90 minutes go, you see the results. What, what's the first thing that pops into your head, Dylan? The first thing that popped in my head was um, disappointment, really. Um, no excuses, no heart, nothing was flowing. Okay, just um, start stealing my words, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> just, just still everything. I mean, because it's the truth. Like, I think we could all agree to that. Mm. One thought that came to my head after the game, um, change the tactics because it's not working. Nico, well, okay. Nico shouldn't have started and should have played the whole 90 minutes. Yeah, he shouldn't have. <clears throat> no, and, and I think it's it's fair to say. And I mean, a good friend, Cadi, said Nico wasn't ready to start. Very quite, wasn't really quite game ready. And, you know, n- neither was... Uh, you know, neither was he about to win for my for me. You <clears throat> could have done a little bit more if he came in maybe in the second half. Right. Um, I don't know. There, there's a lot of things to to dissect here, and and we're gonna try to start. You know, uh, where I think uh, we should start in, like we always do at the beginning of the game. Um, I I felt that America did okay relatively okay it was a bit choppy it was you know a couple of fouls here and there you know the ball going out of bounds the, the game took a while for it to, to get into the rhythm um and i think america closed out the first half pretty well you know i, I you know I, I i think they did things right i think pumas had an, an opportunity at the end there with a corner but i think america did its best to kind of contain them we, we pushed forward we we had a little bit of an opportunity here and there um but we 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 definitely did not look like the same team come second half. No, no, I I think we were. I think de- decent is kind of nice. I think we were decent in the first half. Um, just kind of like you said, it was real choppy. Like that first half, like you see, uh, the team like kind of there. You know, you kind of seeing some good stuff going on, uh, between the team. And then there was times where just like, what is the team doing? And it seemed to have no discipline. It seemed to have no structure. Like you like to use Ivan. And it's just it's just kind of that back and forth the whole first half, and you're just all like, well, like, well, at least they're somewhat being consistent going back and forth to to doing what they're trying to do. But I mean, it's, it's it just wasn't working. It wasn't enough. It was not at all. In mm-hmm. in, in in no case was it enough. Christian, I, I 
touch a little bit more on this whole tactic situation. What do you think went wrong? What did you see wrong in the first half and then, then in the second? Well, in the first half, we see Pumas have a 66 uh, possession rate. And it it's surprising because... Well, then again, it's not surprising because America recently has, ever since the final against Cruz Azul, we've been playing with two contenciones and Guido Rodriguez and Edson Alves, so they're playing a little bit more back. Like me and you, Ivan, I touched on this. Um, Guido and Edson don't really have that, like, offensive push that when they get the ball, they like to like, go out and, like, create a chances. You know, they really don't have that. So they like to stay a little bit more back, just give it up to the wings and then let them do everything. And I think that's where it kind of killed us because Pumas did something that Leon did very well. And that was kind of like really, really limit our wingers. And because they know that Edson and Guido don't really have that offensive push, then they're not really that concerned with them. So they really, they weren't really pressuring that much. So um, that that was the bad part. And I really would have liked Miguel Herrera to change up the formation come second half. I mean, he did, but it was way too late Um, right after. Just when you saw the team just kind of shut down and like not really – try i guess at all or just seem frustrated because nothing was going their way it was a little bit too late to change our formation but um but yeah i think america was just playing way too back and we just need more creativity from somewhere instead of the wings yeah i i, I think you you look at this team now and, and, and yes we're reluctant we're very reluctant to to even go down the middle at times I, I, you know and and i think that's the lack of that camp position that we've that, that you've mentioned upon and you know it's 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 kind of sad because you see two very good wingers in in Regato Ibarra and Ibarguen, you know, but just the the two of them haven't had the best game uh, in the past two games, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, you look at a player like Renato Ibarra, you know, someone who I've praised on here and who who I stuck my neck out, not have the best of games either. You know, he was running, yes, and he was he he has a good work ethic, but it, it just seems that he was. He, he couldn't find a way around uh, his marker. He couldn't find a way around his defenders. His crossing wasn't on point, you know, and then the same goes with Ibarguen. I think he tried taking on one, two players, just wasn't working. He had a couple of decent crosses. Let's not forget that he had a, uh, a couple of good crosses here and there that, you know, America just wasn't able to connect with. And, you know, as I'm saying this, Dylan, it, it reminds me a lot of a conversation we've been having for quite some time now, and it's we're not taking our chances when we get them. No, no, I mean, like, I, you had some clear ones. I mean, like, be, be honest, you really did have some clear ones. You just it either went straight to Saldivar or it just didn't find its way on, 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 on goal. And that's what sucks. And, I mean, at that point, you can't blame anyone but yourself because they had one. Yeah. They had mm-hmm. one. That's literally they had their one alpha corner, and it went in. And I think uh, me and you, Dylan, we spoke about this is the fact that in that corner kick, you see Bruno Valdez get caught ball watching. You see Nico Castillo, if he was about three centimeters taller, he would have reached that. And it was just all these things go wrong. Paola Aguilar also caught ball watching and mm-hmm. no one picked up their man. Uh, and an- another thing, do you guys remember seeing anyone in first post? No. No. Yeah, I remember you, I remember you mentioned that. There was nobody there. So, I mean, you know, yeah. one mistake, one mistake in the game, and it costs you the three points. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a lot needs to change. A lot has to go better. Yeah. Um, defensively, I felt that, you know, we were a little bit all over the place sometimes. Uh, yeah. I mean, it just seemed that everyone struggled in this game, and, mm-hmm. and everyone seemed to find it hard to yeah. to actually, you know, 
go and push forward. And I don't know if it was because of the weather or, or if it was just internal. I, I really don't know what the situation is. I mean, you, know? you can't really. I mean, yeah, the weather has something to do with it. But let's let's be honest. Uh, in the past six games, including Copa Mekis, this is our fourth loss, and we've only won two. We have a two and four record in our last six games. So I think that that kind of speaks volumes of the, I guess the the form of this team, and you know something's just not clicking right. And you know you would think by now Herrera would have have you know figured it out or something, but um you know it's a little bit concerning. Uh, now that we're reaching the midway of the season, and you know this is when things start to get a little bit you know dicey. You know teams start to separate from the table, and you know we're not looking good right now. Yeah, yeah, and you know what the the, the craziest thing is is if you look at this team. Stacked up next to this Pumas thing. I think we had the better team. Right? Oh, 100%. Right? And I'm I'm saying that and I'm bringing that up is because I feel that as much as as much as blame as Piojo needs to take for this, because he does, he, he does have responsibility to take on this because he is the manager. I think the, 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 the people that need to take the most responsibility of this is the team itself. I think Piojo plants this team correctly to go out and do the job from the get-go. Sure. Things don't go well, and that's his job to adapt and make the team adapt from there. But if you look at the team he took out, if you look at the players that were on that pitch, there was no reason for us to play the game that we played, as terrible as we played. And and our our, our listener, our good friend right here, Mr. FWC Trucho, says, puts it perfectly. He says, a lot of individualism going on on the pitch. America has to play as a team. And that is something I spoke to you, Dylan, about as well, is the fact that you look at this team and, and you look at the way we played and there was no self-identity as a team. There was a lot of individual players trying to do yeah. individual moves, individual plays, and make themselves the hero in that situation. And that's the worst thing you could do as a team because this is a sport where 11 players come together to play as one. And if it's 11 players playing for themselves, then you're never going to go anywhere. You're never going to make it far. And that's the thing with this with this team. The situation has been that America, they won this title, this recent title, because they played as a team. We said that they were playing as a unit. They were looking like a well-oiled machine. They were knowing what they were playing. They were doing the, the things that they needed to do. Now, this time around, it looks like it's just a bunch of players out there who have never played for each other. They don't know exactly who they're playing for, but they said, you know what? I know I'm good enough, so give me the ball, and I'm going to try to do something. And you can't mm-hmm. go into games like that, especially against a Clásico, because you're never going to get anywhere. You're not going to get far, and individual talent will only do so much when a collective team unit can do even more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's the most frustrating part about it is because you can't blame anyone. You can't blame the rest for this. You can't blame a, a wild, crazy, you know, uh, you know, I don't even know what the word is. You, you can only blame yourself. You can only blame the team, you know, because they, they, they didn't show up. They didn't play as a team. So, I mean, well, what, what more could you what more could you even even say? But, you know, the blame has to fall on America, 100%. Right. And, and uh, you, you didn't see any improvement from the Leon game. No. And now you're going up against Pumas. You lose against Pumas. And now, now I wouldn't be surprised if America loses against Lobos. Yeah, especially the recent. I mean, we haven't said that. My mom said Lois Bob has been, you know, phenomenal, but they haven't been bad at all. You know, they've been picking up some in- interesting wins here and there, and you know, they're not a, they're not another pushover team. You know, we can't take them lightly, and it's gonna be very interesting coming Saturday. What 
what we are what we present yeah definitely definitely you know so aside from from the goal that we concede anything else that you guys saw during the game that you were just like yeah this is not i don't i'm not liking this I, i'm just not liking this um not not pitch wise no not on the pitch i mean it was just just a mess all over really mhm um i think i touched it on before it's just a the double contention thing, I, I just don't think we that it's meant for us anymore. Especially with so uh with uh we have so much offensive talent and presence that we can utilize and I think we're just wasting that extra spot. Um I would have liked to see Benedetti come in earlier. I think um he had he had a couple good chances. Uh he had two shots uh that I guess would have been that, that were very dangerous. But um but he, he looked that he wanted the ball a lot. He was very, very into the game. And you know he, he he seems like an interesting player that can create something. I think that's what we need because we've been lacking creativity, especially from our quote unquote best player in offense, Adante Ibarra, who has been shut down these past couple games. So you kind of need that like that, that fresh air, that uh, that someone somebody new that can you know provide something. No, yeah, I agree, and, and I think it's one thing that you can take away from this game is the fact that when Benedetti came on, he looked like he could be a real difference maker. He had a good opportunity, which he wasn't able to, you know, kind of, you know, take it away. And then he had another good opportunity where he took a shot that was well wide, and and you saw himself get frustrated at himself and yell at himself because yeah. he knew he 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 needs to do better. And then it's a great thing because he, you know, that this guy's at least coming to play. He, you know, that he wants to come play. Um, so I mean, ultimately, he's the one thing that maybe you can walk away with and say, you know what, that was pretty decent, something to look forward to. But at the end of the day, um. You know, not, there's not much that you can actually, you know, rave home about. There's nothing positive to take away from this except the fact that, you know, uh, we have a good player in Benedetti, and the, the quicker he can adapt to this team, the better that we're going to be for it. Because like you said, I think you need someone to take the load, uh, the pressure off of uh, Renato Ibarra. You know, if if you have someone, and Mateus Oribe used to be that player, you know, the that, mm-hmm. that, that used to be able to help Renate Barra in those situations, kind of be a little creative and be a little bit offensive. And if you have someone like Benedetti come in and kind of move things around, then you possibly see that, you know, Renate Barra be a little bit more free, a little bit more loose, which means he's going to be a little bit more uh, more offensive and a little bit more clinical in the way that he, he goes about, you know, orchestrating our attack. Yeah. At the end of the at the end of the day, we'll have to wait and see whether or not that that, that comes to fruition. Uh, but yeah, n- nothing much to rave home about. Nothing much to take away from this. You know, America loses. We, you know, we, we we have to accept the fact that Pumas played the better game in this, and and we made a lot of mistakes in that uh, cost us. You know, a goal cost yeah. us. You know, a little bit of our confidence. And mm-hmm. now we will have to see whether or not. You know, I I've said it. I said it last podcast too. The players are saying the right thing to the media, but. They're not producing the right yeah, results on the pitch. Exactly. Um, and, you know, I think you touched on that perfectly. I think we need to see a change coming this uh, this coming Saturday. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what we think and what Herrera will actually put out because, you know, I could switch a couple of players here and there and maybe it can make a difference. But it all comes down to Herrera and see what he's going to do on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. And... And you know, a lot of people are saying in the chat too that the team has been disrupted from from the from the moment that we became champions to right now. The team has been disrupted big time. You know, you have injuries, you have people leaving crucial players. Um, you know, 
be like a Linus or Ciro Dominguez would have made a huge difference in this game. Um, you know, maybe even in Salrunde, who's starting to get his, his, you know, his form and his shape. You know, at least he was around the team already. He already knew he had six months under his belt. He knew exactly what was asked of him. Um, and then you see someone like maybe Uri Peralta, who, if he was playing, you know, could have maybe be, been a difference maker. I, I, I know, Dylan, you touched upon this with me as well. You, you know, uh, how many times, like you, you mentioned, we criticized Uri Peralta for being that kind of natural leader, natural, you know, that that, that person to push on and, and, and motivate the players. And you don't see him these past couple of games, and you kind of see the effect that he's had on this team. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, I agree, most definitely too. And you know, you don't get that from Pagilat, which sucks. It really, it really does. You don't really get that from him. And I don't know. I, I know we talked about it too in previous podcasts, but I'd really like to see Marchesin get the armband for once. Like I really do. But you know what? I don't maybe, think Marchesin is captain everywhere. quality. You don't think so? That's interesting. I think he is. Yeah, I think he's just a yeller. And people will confuse that sometimes for leadership. No, no, I, I know, I know no, where you come no, no. from, but it just seems like he has that sort of like, like passion and like that, uh, that like like that mind for the game. You know, it. Uh, you you kind of see it. You kind of see it throughout the match. And I mean, he uh, obviously not right now. I wouldn't switch the captain walls like right now midseason because that'd be a terrible decision. Yeah. But um, but I don't know. Much seen if it were up to me, maybe one game in I don't know Copa Mekis. I don't know he could try as captain. I mean, it wouldn't be such a bad idea. When you think of a goalkeeper as a captain, think of two players. And, and and I don't specifically want you to think of their talent. I want you to think of how they compose themselves on the pitch and how much they were a leader. Think of it. Two recent players, Gianluigi Buffon and Iker Casillas. Mm-hmm. Think about how they went about being leaders on the pitch. And tell me if Marchesin fits that same criteria. I mean, you're right. I mean, like he does, he does get a little bit frustrated as well when you know there's a bad play. He starts, you know, getting getting. He starts letting his anger out at his defender. So I can I can see where the composure side of a captain, you know, comes in there. Um, no, yeah, I, I, you make a good point. I don't know. I just think Manchester just just has that mind for this game and for this team. And I, I think like he can bring he, out the passion in the team. I, 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 I definitely I think like, he can. Yeah, I feel like he knows like the objective and like what people what certain people need to do. And how to get it? Uh, how to get it out of them? You know, Dylan. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, I kind of see where you're coming from too. It's just that you know, some, something got to give. You got to shake it. You got to shake it up somehow. You got to see if the team are on their feet. You know, uh, they like the switch or not. I feel like everybody on the team respects much the scene, at least, and like know where he's come from and like sees like. I know, I know there's a difference between, like, yelling and taking any frustration between that and passion. But, like, I think much has seen, like, really feels the colors compared to a lot of other players on the team. That's why, that's why I'm kind of thinking, like, it'd be interesting to see if much has seen to get the armband one day. If you want to just completely switch it up and, and flip people on their head, just start Clemente and give him the armband, right? Mm. You know, a lot – I it's funny because, you know, after seeing – Ibarra's performance, which I guess I don't know if you guys want to talk about it, but I think he did a much better job than than Ibarra. Um, people were, were were saw saw him, and then they were like, "Oh, let's bring back Clemente. Clemente is so much better." But then people don't realize what they're saying because you know Clemente has been nothing but you know below average these games that we've been giving him the chances. Look, I I, I mentioned to you guys this. 
in the transfer window. I said, if we lose Cecilio Dominguez and if we lose Diego Linus, we need to bring in a left winger. Yeah. That's no, a right. must. That was a, And we did it. We now did it. we have to cope with Ibarguen, who has been spotty for the past six months for spotty, us. Spotty, yes. And we have to deal with a you know a youngster who is, isn't even a left winger to begin with. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know why he does not want to play Tony Lopez on that side. But, you know, we just have to deal with it this whole season. That's going to be our weak spot. And we just have to accept it. But knowing I, I, knowing that that's our weak spot, we need to find something else, no? Or I'm some other some other, some other way to create a chance or something. Just put Luis Reyes there. It's great. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't mind putting uh, Jorge Sanchez there. What do we got? What do we got to lose at this point? What a lot. <coughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just I'm just tossing ideas out there now. Oh man, food for thought. Like uh, our good friend Carlos Diaz. I just don't uh, like the idea of playing Benedetti on the wing when you know his greatest, greatest, uh, greatest position Trump's or where great. he can shine the most is the center mid position. You know, the camp position. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we have a we, we have a big dilemma there, and and yeah, th- there's no doubt about it. There's no easy fix. There's no easy fix. No way at all is there an easy fix this season. We're gonna struggle there. We have to accept it. And we just have to hope that Clemente or Ibarguen step up to the pitch. Let's suppose mm-hmm. that. You're right. You know, That's and it. we we also had to give him some time. You know, this is Andres Ibarguen's first game starting back after an injury. Um, Nico Castillo's first full game in like six months. So like, you know, there, it needs to be some time there. We we talked about this too. We talked about this adaptation period that was going to come with the refuerzos, and this is it, guys. This is the after uh, adaptation period. We have to cope with it and you know try to get the results in. I'm not saying that the next few games are a walk in the park, but you know they're definitely not the strongest game. So we should be able to you know find some improvement in these games. Um, it all just depends how fast these uh these players can recover and how fast they can adapt. Okay, so so, so quickly we'll we'll end we'll we'll end the the review on on this note. We said that, yes, the adaptation period is about six months. Benedetti has that six months, but looks like he'll be ready within a month. Yeah. Diego Castillo, we said he does not get the liberty of getting six months because he knows the league, he knows the altitude, he knows the city. So we expect him to be ready in a month, especially after all the trouble we went to go sign for him. Mm -hmm. So, yes, there's an adaptation period. But remember, this is a shorter adaptation period than we gave Roger because we know what Nico Castillo is capable of because we, he wanted to come because all of the you know the, the, the mayhem that was going on to try to bring him in. Yeah. And we know that he's played here before. So mm-hmm. he gets a shorter adaptation period, and, he should, and he's acknowledged that as well. So, you know, it's a month from now. And, yes, we it's still within that month period. So, yes, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But... Time's a ticking, and we mm-hmm. need him to start producing two or three weeks from now. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with you. Um, no, no, I, I completely agree. It's just – but, I mean, in order – I guess for me, for Benedetti, and Benedetti's case, because I think Nico Castillo will, will keep starting, um, he, he needs to start some games in uh, Benedetti, that is. Um, I think if he starts starting a couple of games here and there, I think you'll see a much, I guess, faster adaptation. I don't know if you guys agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I, I think he just needs minutes and, and yeah. he'll, he'll pick things up real quickly. So, I mean, we'll talk about it later when we talk talk about our lineup, but uh, I would like to see him starting this Saturday. We'll see. That's a possibility. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's a big possibility. All right. We'll leave it at that. 1-0. Disappointing. And uh, 
Should we even touch bases on what happened with Piojo and the fake reporter, or should we just leave it at that? Uh, no, nah, let's just leave it at that. I mean, I really don't want to get into that. This is Piojo drama again. Really? Because I don't think he was at fault. No, he wasn't at fault, but I mean, it's just Piojo drama. Yeah, whenever Piojo is involved in something, I guess you can put it and hashtag Piojo drama. Mm-hmm. That should be that would be a great segment on any newsletter, the hashtag Piojo drama column. But um, we'll leave it at that. America loses the Clásico uh, Capitolino, and uh, unfortunately, we are now down in eleventh. Is that correct? We yes. are eleventh, yes. Which is terrible, terrible. Well, we'll touch bases again on the. Uh, on America, on the men's side, we're going to switch over and shift our attention to the ladies game. But before that, Christian, I believe it's everyone's favorite time of the day. It's trivia time. Why don't you let these people what uh, what the question of the day is? Of course. Um, today's question was brought to you by um, Mr. Ivan. So um, everyone would like to thank Ivan for this question because I couldn't think of anything. Um, today's trivia question is... Against, okay, against what team? Oh, damn, damn. <laughs> I, I, my mouse was like stuck, so I couldn't really mute myself. I was like, I'm gonna go as far away as possible. Oh, you're go, good. Go, go, go. You're good. You're good. Um, the question is against what team did Guantemo Blanco debut his famous doggy celebration? Ivan, if you would kindly put that in the chat so people can start answering. And that I is the question. Oh man, dude! I, I I think you 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 said that uh, the team was uh, what'd you say the team was again? Saprisa. Saprisa, who are uh, looking to maybe steal an upset against Tigres right now? Isn't that right, Christian? Yeah, they already won. Oh yeah, they what? Won. They already won one nothing, and Toronto got their um you know their behinds kicked a little bit today, as well. A little bit. They got demolished for zero. <laughs> Just a little Champions League update for you guys. The real Champions League, not that, not that European crap that you not guys that European fake. Yeah. So, stuff. um, so yeah, that is which will be in next season, and that's something to consider when uh, when talking about summer and transfers and all that stuff. Oh yeah, because we will be in that next season. You're right. That is true. I totally forgot about that. Sorry, Ivan. Don't worry. But yeah, all right. So that's your trivia question, guys. Make sure you guys go and uh, answer that. You guys have the hour, and then um, how's the scoreboard going? Uh, the scoreboard should be up by this weekend, and yeah, that's the latest on that. All right, all right. Well then, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on into our next segment as the time keeps rolling. Lady Aguilas. So, um, God, I'm so sorry. I'm a little bit sick, so it's. I'm trying to make sure I don't cough on in 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 the show. Um, but like I was saying, the ladies walk away with three points against uh, group leaders Pachuca. We mentioned that this game was going to be important. We mentioned that this game was probably going to be the game to watch. Um, and it definitely was. I was excited when uh, they announced that Univision Deportes was going to be broadcasting this live for the U.S. public. Dylan, I mean, we saw a very good game. We saw a very entertaining game. The ladies definitely made me think that my criticisms were in the wrong, and they came out and they proved that uh, that not only could they score goals, not only could they play a good game, uh, but they still look like a very, very uh, title contend contending side. Mm-hmm. 
Ivan, I'm just going to sit in silence and let you eat your words for a little bit. Hey, he's in silence I'm, right now. I'm <laughs> over here sick right now, you know. <laughs> Ivan, Ivan, uh, Ivan, where do I where do I even start with this? Where do I even start? Oh man, it's just just this overall a good game for the ladies. Overall good game, especially I mean cuz like let's be honest, Pachuca had had some chances too. But uh, uh Cecilia came up big in net. Um um just really, what can you say? To see the big in net, the defense was there when needed at times. Um, you, see, you see the girls play good in the midfield. Um, just at times, you know, again, Cuevas, just like that lone striker trying to take on four defenders, and she can't do that all the time, which I still kind of have questions about that. But overall, a really good game. I mean, they even camped um, – what's that one Pachuca's player? That's uh, really good. Uh, Monica. Ocampo? No? I don't remember. Something like that. I mean, she wasn't even that big a factor in the game for Pachuca. Yeah, she wasn't. She was relatively quiet. Um, you know, it did. It was interesting to see this team gel so well against a very good side. And a lot of people came thinking that, oh, Pachuca's going to come and demolish them. You know, they they won their last two games 3-0 and this and that. And, I mean, it's, it's incredible that, you know, they, they – they, they were the underdogs in this situation and they came out and they said, no, this is our home territory. This is our, you know, this is our home. And uh, they completely showcased as to why they're the champions. Yes. Definitely too. Um, I learned first though, technically, since it's on uh, gold differential, I think. They're still so first. Maybe, but yeah, I mean, you're still, you're still away just by a couple of goals, you know, obviously. Yeah. Yes. But Chuka's, yeah. Offense in the past couple games were ridiculous. I think they won their last three games 3-0, so they were, like, up by 12 goals or something like that. I'm not too sure. But, uh, you know, we only had eight at this at, at the time being, you know. So I think it was important mm-hmm. that the ladies walked away with a clean sheet, you know. Yeah. Not just, not just that, but, you know, just, yeah, I'm just scoring goals. So it was the last two games we didn't score one. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it, it, it was the draw to Veracruz and then the loss to Pumas. Yep. So exactly. Yeah. So we were yeah. we were scoreless at that point. Yeah, that was real important to score, and like you said, get that clean sheet. Cecilia continues to prove to be why she should be starting. But nevertheless, if she gets called up or she goes down, JD is a very good backup too. JD is really good, and um, I think uh, I think we'll see a time where Cecilia leaves the side, um, and then of course JD. Has uh has a lot of years ahead of her. She is what I think she's only well, how old is my cousin? He is she's she's seventeen or eighteen. <clears throat> she's gonna turn eighteen, I believe. Um, because yeah. my cousin's eighteen. So. My cousin went to school with her. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's 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 crazy to think that you know she has a long, long career potentially ahead of herself on, in in the America goal. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So that's that's phenomenal, Christian. I, you saw, you know, I know you were at work, but you were still able to catch a couple of this, you know, this game. But what did you see that kind of caught your attention from these ladies? Um, I think it was just the the the, the rebuttal that they have after they after our loss last week. Uh, it was good to see that they um, you know, they they kind of found a little bit of structure with them. Uh, they they had a little bit of offensive creativity, which I which I I enjoyed watching for the little snips that I did. 
Um, it just seems like, you know, they're, they're kind of back on track. Everything's flowing a little bit. And, you know, I think uh, we're, we're, we're getting back to the form that we need to be in order to, to contend. Yeah, I, I think they're starting to move the ball a lot much better. They're playing as a team, un- unlike the men. And um, and then yeah. it really shows. It, it really yeah, shows. It so, mm-hmm. Congratulations to the ladies. Of course, we have to touch upon this because it is a huge loss. Unfortunately, Diana has gone down with a uh, a serious injury. Dylan, do you know specifically what the injury is? Yeah, her ACL. She tore it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? You're never, ever, ever are the same after that. Are you? They're never, yeah. They're never 100% again. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cabo Dan can attest to this. He's ripped his ACL about four times. Hey, you need to chill out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, no, but, um, you know, we wish Diana the best, and hopefully she can come back and, um, you know, still be the same player that she is because she's a very important player. She's very crucial. I mean, she scored phenomenal goals. She's, you know, been a part of so many good plays for America. Um, she's, she's very important to this team. Um, and this is a big loss, a, a tremendous big loss. Um, of course, we do have t- a, a very good, talented bench that could come in and, and fill her spot. But really, I, I don't think there's someone like her in this America side. So I think she will definitely be missed. Yeah. And she scored that penalty too, yeah. Yeah, that penalty which uh, really got things going uh, at that point in the game, and so just, just like you said, big loss. It's gonna be really hard to to replace her, despite despite uh, the good players we have on the bench. You know, come in, it's just gonna be different now. Definitely. Hashtag Forza Diana. Yeah. Uh, the club has also tweeted that out too. So. <clears throat> Uh, speedy recovery to her. Dylan, uh, I know our ladies have Doble Jornada coming up. Do we know who our next opponent is? Oh, crap. No, I don't. I oh, forgot. Man, I'm putting I, had, I thought he would have already had it. At... I had to restart my computer and I forgot to pull it back up. Oh, Lobos. <laughs> Lobos is next. Lobos is next. <clears throat> so the ladies have Lobos. The men have Lobos. Just Time to, I mean, to tame some Lobos now. Time to tame some <laughs> Lobos now. <laughs> Perfectly well said. So, uh, when is that game? Wednesday? I'll say it tomorrow. Oh, I would imagine yeah, that or Thursday. Yeah. I'm trying as fast as I can to pull it up. Well, as soon as we figure that out right now, we'll give yeah, you guys tomorrow, more information. Tomorrow at 4. Tomorrow at 4 p.m. Central time. That means 5 p.m. your time, Christian. And that means uh, 3 p.m. my time as well. So, a lot a lot of uh, Lobo action going on Wednesday and then, of course, Saturday for the men's. And we'll get into that right now. But make sure you guys do uh, wake up tomorrow. First thing you do, you grab your phone, you go to Twitter, and you put hashtag Lady Aguilas. Let's go. They need our support. They need it more now than ever, especially after losing a great player like Diana. They're on a roll, hopefully, and they can continue to get uh, some good momentum going. And ladies, as always, we're behind you. We're proud of you. And keep proving this, uh, these eagle-eyed boys right in the sense that we believe in you. And uh, hopefully the community is behind you as much as we are. So as well, hashtag Lady Aguilas. And uh, let's go get that victory. Woo! Are you going to tweet out um, <clears throat> the, the thing you do every time the Lady Aguilas play? Hashtag Lady Aguilas? Yeah, that. Yeah, I just told everyone yeah. to do it right now. Where oh, were you? you? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oops, <sorry. laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm just... Oh, 
I'm just very excited to tame some lobos this week. Hashtag tame some lobos this week has to, oh, has to oh, also that's be, better. That one has to also be on, on, on the schedule for you guys to tweet out. So make sure you guys do go and do that. All right, ladies, we wish you guys the best of luck. Now we're going to move on into our final segment of the episode America versus Lobos preview. But before I get there, our good friend Mr. Emperor Palpatine has asked us where is the FIFA tournament at? Now mm. we mentioned to you guys last week that if we uh, we were thinking about no not last week but I think it was two weeks ago in regards to a FIFA tournament for the community. I am finalizing the details and we are gonna set a vote as to whether or not you guys are going to want to actually do this or not. And we're going to see on what platforms. If there's enough people do it on both platforms, we'll definitely do it for both platforms. I know Christian is on PS4. Dylan is on Xbox One. Um, I can be on either console. We'll have to wait and see whether or not uh, we can have both of them going on. And then, of course, uh, if we get enough entries, we can you know start a whole league and a whole situation. <clears throat> and I'll be able to break it all down to you guys. So... Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter and Instagram because we will have you guys informed with everything uh, everything possible in regards to this FIFA tournament. There will be a voting poll whether or not you guys want to go ahead and do it, and you guys will have to comment as well uh, what platform you guys want to be on. And then from there, we'll get the numbers and we'll get everything going, and then hopefully we can get you guys into this whole FIFA tournament, which I think would be a very interesting. There's some uh, come up with a great rule, uh, you know, in regards to what players we can pick, how we're going to do this, and everything like that. So stay tuned to Twitter, uh, and hopefully you guys are excited for this FIFA tournament. Let us know in uh, in the live chat and on Twitter, on Instagram. Make sure you guys follow us at Eagle Eye Podcast. Again, that is at Eagle Eye Podcast. Follow us for more information on that, and we'll keep you guys posted. And uh, we'll also let you guys know whether or not uh, what we're going to be playing for in regards to that FIFA tournament. So with that said, gentlemen, America versus Lobos this Saturday. How are we feeling about this, you know, after two terrible games? Um, I want to say nervous. Uh, I don't just, I don't even know, to be honest. I want to say curious, but that wouldn't be the right word either. I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be surprising, I guess, to see uh, how, how we come out in the first couple of minutes, see if we want to be the ones dictating the whole game, dictating tempo, you know, Really letting Lobos know that okay, listen, you know, I know we're in a little bit of a poor form, but you know, we're still America and we're still gonna come, come, come with, come with everything. So, so it should be, um, it should be, it should be interesting. Dylan, do you think that this is an opportunity for America to really stamp some authors off? I can't even say the word. Some authority in regards to to how, you know, to say, look, we're the champions. We're still, we're not to be messed around with. We're still gonna go, and we're still gonna be anyone and anyone who steps into our pitch. Not really. To be honest, I think I think most people are like, "Oh, it's just Lobos." <clears throat> At the end of the day, okay, but it's a good stepping stone, right? Uh... Look, at the end of the uh, day, see, okay, win, right? <clears throat> well, yeah, but uh, but like, I'm kind of like Christian. Like, I'm on the fence about this. Like. Whatever okay, the I, I, is, what, whatever the outcome is, like, you know, I'm not going to be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised by any outcome. And so I was just like, just kind of like, eh, about it, I guess. 
But okay, so yes, I I, I agree. We should, we're all kind of on that same like ah, I don't know. We could lose, we could win, but it, nothing would really shock us. But America needs to win. If America does not win, if America loses, all of Twitter will start calling for some heads. If America draws, all of Twitter will start questioning whether or not we're doing things right. If America wins, all of Twitter will start saying it's just Lobos. Right? Right. That's wrong. That's a, a, yeah. I'm giving you no. a, a sense of what the ballpark might be here. Mm-hmm. Right? But heads will turn. If America loses this game, oh yeah! If America loses this, um, you're gonna start everyone asking for Piojo's head now. Uh, a couple of players being benched, you know, it's gonna be very interesting. But I hope that doesn't happen. You no, know, I hope we come up with the victory because we really need it right now. Boost our confidence, get get the morale back, get the get the form back. So I'm um, hoping for the best, not hoping for the worst. Yeah, I'll even be calling for Ivan. Ivan said to quit as host. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. I feel like at this point, I, me and Piojo are on that same level. Like, if Piojo goes, I feel like people will start calling for me to go as well. I'm a little worried about that. I wouldn't doubt it. And you know what? He's not even having my back on this one. Who? You. Oh, yeah. I mean, my secret plot is me overthrowing you and taking over the pod. <laughs> I knew there you it. Go. I knew it. Um, but let's talk a little bit about Lobos Buap and, and inform the people on how they're coming along. And then we'll talk about the players themselves and exactly whether or not these players are fit enough in their head to come out and really contest or whether or not they're just going to think, oh, it's Lobos, it's going to be whatever. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to mm-hmm. wait and see. Um so, Lobos, Christian, uh, what are the last couple of results coming into this game? Okay, so Lobos Abwap um, has, uh, I think, has been a little bit of an off form. I guess I guess off form is a little bit shake, uh, good to say. Um, they, they won their last game against Querétaro 3 1. Uh, prior to that, they got they got steamrolled by Monterrey 4 0. Had a couple draws in Copa Mekis and Liga. I mean,. Lobos is Lobos, but, you know, it's it's just the way that they're playing right now that, you know, some of these games could have gone either way. You know, they're very, very good team-oriented. They're very, very team-oriented. They like to play together a lot. Um, you know, their 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 formation is a little bit, little bit, little bit peculiar, but I guess that's what throws a little bit uh, some teams off. Um, but yeah, this is no walk in the park, though. They've been they've been looking looking decent, not 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 stellar, but they've been looking decent. No, we, 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 need to, we need to be on our toes for this one. You know what? That's interesting. And and let me just address a comment that I just saw right now. Miss Cari Torres say, Lobos 2, America 0. Um, <clears throat> if you excuse me for a moment, I'm going to go back to Twitter and block her. Uh, I haven't blocked her since yesterday, but I'm going to go back and block her. Um, so basically what you're saying is uh, that... Lobos is coming in as Lobos, you know? Basically, yeah. But, you know, uh, I guess some more... It's just it's a weird team because they, they can surprise you at any moment. But, you know, it's just the little things that they do loses them the games or doesn't win them the games, if that makes sense. Um, You know, this, uh, they, they have an interesting uh, attack with, uh, with Leo Ramos being their star player this season. You know, he's been on fire. Mm-hmm. Scoring, scoring goals left and right, and that's the biggest threat. And when he gets a ball, when he gets a little bit of a chance, he can cause havoc. You know, we need, we can't, 
can't uh, we can't sleep on them. We can't. We really can't. So Dylan, how you know, hearing this and seeing some of these results, how are you feeling about uh, about this global side? I mean, the like like uh, Christian was saying, they got the star player Ramos. Um, you know, he he's one to find the back of the net. Um, I know our defenses have been on the shaky side here recently too. Um, so I mean, it, it just kind of like still there on the fence, like like what America side are we gonna get? Then I'm like, what global side are we gonna get? Uh, I think it's gonna all come down to mistakes, really, and seeing who makes the mistakes and who capitalizes on those mistakes. Mm-hmm. Makes the less mistakes. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Now, usually this is the part where I ask you guys to give me your information, but before that, I want to announce that we have some pretty breaking news in regards to the team that could possibly be featuring against Lobos Wap, and that is a certain Frenchman by the name of Jeremy Menez looks like could be on his way back to the pitch even earlier than expected. I'll say course, this weekend. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Could um, be in, in the bench for this weekend against Lobos Wap. Could. What do you guys think about that? That's the big uh word. That's the key could. term. Yeah, it's good. Um, I've been. I actually DM'd one of one of my friends down in Mexico, and the rumor is that it's still not a hundred percent. Um, like this today in practice, he he looked good. He was playing with the whole team. Um, nothing to freak out. Please don't freak out. But he little bit, little bit of a little bit of discomfort. Little bit of discomfort. I'm not gonna lie. A little bit of discomfort from Inesa, but. There's nothing to be worried about. It's probably just because he hasn't been playing as much or has been hasn't been training with the whole team. Um, I don't think he'll be on the bench this weekend, but definitely for next week. But if he is for this weekend, there's the interesting thing because then we are over one foreign player, and now we need to send someone to the stands if, um, if that is the case. If Menes does want to be on the bench. I like how you put it. If Menez wants to be on the bench, it's not like you know. Or if Menez is on the bench, my bad. bad. (laughs) Is on the bench. But um, that that would be interesting to see. Yeah, so that would be um, interesting to see. It's very um, very uh, very interesting to see what's gonna happen because if Menez is on the bench and one one foreign player has to leave, and who can that foreign player be? And you take one out, and it alternates your whole starting eleven. So it's gonna be interesting. Definitely, definitely. Now here comes mm-hmm. the, the interesting thing about it, gentlemen. Give me your predicted lineup, Dylan. I'm going with you first. Ooh. What do you expect the starting eleven to be this Saturday against Lobos Wap? Why do you hate me? Oh, okay. Uh, Marcin, Bal, Bruno. I yeah, Aguilera, yeah. Um, Sanchez, uh, Ivada, Edson, Guido. You're missing a left back. No, I didn't. No, you yeah. didn't. You said Sanchez. Uh, I said, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. Ah, so rude. Um, <laughs> now, now I have to start all over because you ruined my train of thought. <laughs> um, let's see. Dare I say Clemente? Do I dare Ooh. say it? In goal? Dare I say it. In goal? What? Well, you said you started <laughs> all over again. No, I'm not starting all over. I'm not starting all over. Um, I, dare, I dare say Clemente starts. And then I bet it's... 
Let's see. I bet it's Nico and Henry. Nico and Henry. Okay. Wow. Okay. Mine's a little bit different. That's interesting. Christian, go g- give me your lineup. Okay. Uh, this is far fetched, but I know it's not gonna happen. But you know, well, I'll just give it out there. Um, I'll have Marchesin in net, Aguilar, Bruno Valdez, Aguilera, Jorge Sanchez, Renato Ibarra. Nato Ibarra, Essen Alvarez, Guido Rodriguez, Andres Ibarguin, Nicolas Castillo, and uh, Nicolas Benedetti. So you're starting both both the Nicos? Yeah, both Nicos. Yeah, we're playing with one striker up top. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, I don't think, I don't think uh, the double striker is working anymore. Um, Benedetti looks like someone that can create create chances for Castillo and that's what he needs. He needs the balls fed to him. Um this is the perfect chance. I mean if you really want to play the double striker, I would I guess I would take out Edson Alvarez, put him Benedetti there, and then put Henry up top with Nicolas Castillo. That seems more 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 probable, but that's not the way I would play that. So then you're saying technically four two three one. Mm, four three two one. That's what? Wait, is that what you said? Four two three one. Four two three. Four two three one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would like to see that. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us on the chat would like to see that. But you're right. I think it's a bit far fetched. I don't think we're gonna see that. I think we're gonna be a yeah. lot more closer to Dylan. Except I don't think Clemente starts. I think uh, Ibar one starts. Yeah, I think Ibar one starts too. Now here's the question: Does Menes feature the on the bench? Dylan? I think my lineup says it. I mean, does it not? I mean, so if, if Menace starts, doesn't... then I think... No, I think Menace does feature the bench. Oh. Because, okay, because okay, cause, cause, cause to be honest, like, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not going to be dumb. Like, Nico came, I think Henry goes to the bench. But I, I, think, I think that's like possibilities there. Okay, okay, okay. Christian? Mm, I don't think he features the bench. So one of you says yes, the other one says no. I think I think he does. he does. Okay. Yeah, I think he does. I I think he does. And okay, he- now here's my question for both of you: Who's going to the to the stands? Roger. Roger. Okay. Yeah, I think it's Roger. Okay. It, that that's it. Yeah, that if that's if that's if uh, uh, Mendes makes the bench. If he doesn't, then then I'll be honest. I think Roger starts with Nico. Okay, so now you've completely switched Damn. it up. On us. <laughs> There's just so many, so many variations because we have so, yeah. so we're such an offensive team and so much offensive players that you know it, it's kind of hard to nitpick this. But you know, like I said, I really don't like Etan Alvarez and Guido Rodriguez there, but it's the probably the most probable thing that's gonna happen. And uh, it kind of, yeah, I just don't like it to be honest. Well, one thing is for certain, Miss Cari Torres thinks um, Henry Martin will start. Edgar Hernandez says that Benedetti and Henry should start up front. That's an interesting one. Um, yeah, that is interesting. Carlos Diaz, you know, out there saying, um, I can't really say exactly what he's saying. It, it is a good problem to have when everyone's in form, though. Yeah. You know, like if you have forms like Ranto Ibarra's form right now and the way Ibarra's playing and the way Roger has been playing and the way Nico Castillo has been, you know, playing because he hasn't been playing as much, but you know what he contributed right now. You know, it's. It's a little bit, a little bit messy because you know 
these are players that are supposed to be performing day in day out, and right now we don't really have a substitute for them, and it's you know it's a little bit concerning. Now, now our good friend Mr. Carlos Serna saying that's a good problem to have, though, right? I I I just talked about it. I just said yes, it is, but when they're all in form, <laughs> and that's the situation is none of them, none are, of them are in form. None, none of them are in form. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Ah, you know what? It's fine. Um, actually, it's not fine because look, it's the Jornada's eight at this point, and uh, I think I've said it time and time again. You should have had already a, a set start in eleven. Should you should have already had a set style of play, and you should have already been playing a set style and, as a set team. Right, but the problem is, is the refuerzos came late. You know, they're just being yeah, thrown and- into right now, and returning players coming back. You know, we saw we saw Oribe Parate and Mateo Siribu to come back. Now, where the yeah. hell are they going to fit in? I mean, Oribe has no problem fitting in. I mean, he's Mexican. Okay, but when Oribe, uh, when Uribe comes back in, what other foreign player hits the stands? Yeah. Mm. That's that's where it gets interesting, you know? And yeah. yeah, it's a good problem to have. But I guess right now, when, when you're not in... I would say I give that a two. But, um, yeah. But, when, but yeah, I guess when um when when you're not informed, you're going to get you're gonna get the boot. So... You know, it it could be a good My thing in the long run. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a headache. Come maybe hard another eleven, twelve, when everyone is ready to play. And oh, by the way, by the way, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the Classico is coming up much quicker than expected. And that's it's a like problem. Three weeks. And that's, that's a problem. Three weeks. But that's a problem. I don't think we're. I it, as much as it pains me to say this, but Chivas is in much better form than we are right now. And you know, it's the way we're playing right now. I wouldn't. I wouldn't count my blessings. Right now, you know, I, I I would. I would start counting my blessings right now. We're the much better team in paper, by no means. Okay, I mean, but by we, no doubt about it. But but Chivas but, 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 is playing as a team. When have we played as a team this this season? That's where I was going at. If you let me finish, That's funny. No, because look, what is the one thing that they did right? Is they got their signings in early. And done. What is yeah. the one thing that we did wrong? We waited last minute, last second to bring in two players, and that's disrupted our whole our whole system and our whole play. Mm-hmm. And because of that, now we're playing catch up when we should have already been all cut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's 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 the truth. That's the reality. But so, but, thank, but thankfully for us, that we still have about three to four weeks left, and I think in those three or four weeks, we just see a much a hope. I hope we do see a greater improvement from both Nikos and Ibarguen. Ibarra as well. Wow, that's a lot of players we have out of form. Um, yeah. I just, they just need to get the ball rolling again because, you know, like you said, the more important games are coming up. You know, we still have to, we still have Chivas, we still have Cruz Azul, we still have Luca that can be a little bit dangerous. Uh, Santos in the season. Tigres we still have, exactly. Um, and we still have our game in hand against Necaxa, who hasn't been doing anything bad. Well, you know, they haven't been bad, but, you know, they, they're still a good team that we just have to play them. And don't forget, don't forget, we also still have Veracruz. So, that's not like I said, so we do have a couple teams left that we need to worry about, but um, it's just important that we get the ball rolling very soon. Dylan, do you think America loses to Veracruz this season? Yeah, dude, 10 till nil. <laughs> Watch that come we're, true, we're... and people are gonna. <laughs> We're gonna start hating us. Um, no, but n- no. Well, that does, you'll somehow manage to say it was me saying that. Uh, come that podcast, uh, we have a lot 
a lot to work on. And I think that it starts off here against Lobos. I think this needs to be the catalyst. This needs to be what, what drives the team forward. And you have everything. You, you literally have everything possible to make it happen. You're mm-hmm. at home, in front of your home. You know, you don't have to travel. You know, you you, you don't have Copa Mekis this week. You could folk you have a hundred percent uh all the time to focus on on this league game. Mm-hmm. So I think it's perfect, you know, it's perfect. It, it's it's the right moment. It's the it's the moment that you're looking for. So go out there and prove it and then start demonstrating it. So hopefully we, we, we get the we get the right movement. I, I know you said uh it was Dylan, you said that it's it's the team that can capitalize on the other team's mistakes that's gonna come out on top. In regards to tactics, because I don't really think that's a tactic to to, to wait for another team to make a mistake. Um, mm-hmm. well, I think there is a tactic to force a team to make a mistake. So, uh, are, are we predicting for America to press high and and then to really dig into Lobos's defense and and to try to put them under pressure? Well, I mean, for I would, how long? I would hope so. We have the the players to do it. You know, like I I keep reiterating, I think we're just wasting a spot. Having Edson Alvarez and Guido Rodriguez play there and, and double contention, I think just like Guido Rodriguez do his thing, free up that that other spot for another offensive player like Benedetti to play in. You know, it, it could it could make wonders. Benedetti knows how to play that position. He can create. We've seen little snips of it, and just imagine what he can do with more time on the pitch. Agreed. Agreed. Anything else that in in regards to tactics that America needs to do in order to score a goal or even prevent a goal? I think you covered it well. Just we need to just press high. Don't don't let don't let them sell into the game. Make them make them always wonder what they need to do next. Don't don't let them feel comfortable, especially in your own in your in your own stadium. Definitely, definitely. I think look, I think it's as simple as that. And don't take your foot off the gas pedal, even if you're mm-hmm. up three 0 no. Yeah, exactly. Keep going. Let them beat them seven nothing if you have to. Something for morale, confidence. Um, I think our, our good friend Chicken Little said in the match, you know, we have Lobos, Morel, Necaxa, and Puebla up next. You know, those are definitely winnable games, and we need to at least aim for 12 for 12. I, I think that's that, that's the expectation going into these four games. You know, you drop one or tie against one, you know, it's it's not it's not looking good right now. You know, we, we really need to win all these uh, these next four games if we really want to be serious contenders because right now we're not looking like one right now. And Carlos Diaz said at least ten points from these next four games, and that's at least. Uh, that's at least. least. I don't. I, I don't even like ten. I, I want twelve for twelve. This team needs to be. I back. want twelve for twelve too, but I'll tell you what. I don't see America walking away with three points. I see him twelve for twelve, but I think it it depends. It starts this Saturday. Morelia has never been an easy place for us, and we'll talk about it next right, podcast too. Right. But it, I I've never felt comfortable going to Morelia. No, we're okay. Uh, that's uh that's understandable. But I feel like if we see a, a different America this week, this Saturday. Um, I, I just think they'll, they'll feed off that momentum. Um, I think Dolan can get better from this. Just need to get over this hump, I guess. Uh, but it needs to happen this Saturday or else I just don't don't really see. Because if we don't get the result this Saturday, and I'll, I'll agree, we're not getting, obviously we're not getting the 12 points, but then I just don't think we'll get any any decent results in the next couple of games. Understandable. Dylan? Yeah, I hit it off. <laughs> <laughs> y'all really did. I was he wasn't even paying attention. Like, he was just he was, nah, he was y'all, playing y'all Fortnite right on. now. You're and... on Fortnite, Dylan? No, I'm messing oh. with my student ID. Now, that's nice. not true. That's not even his student ID. He actually forges student IDs for for students who want to come and party. Isn't that right, Dylan? No. You're making fake IDs on campus. Cowboy Dan don't do that. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Um, all right, then, gentlemen. So then, 
if that's the tactics, and, and I think uh, that's agreeable, you know, America needs to press high, America needs to stay compact, and America needs to not overuse the wings and, and learn to play through the middle. Depending on who starts, of course, will, will be important. But, um, I, you know, an early goal, I think, is needed, whether it's Henry, whether it's Nico, whether it's Roger, whether it's Clemente, whoever it is, and whoever starts, I think an early goal is needed, you know? Yeah, so definitely. We'll, First we'll have to wait and see. First 15 minutes would be ideal. Yeah, First 15 ideal. minutes would be ideal. I think if you see that, I think you'll start America see uh I think you'll start to see America take control of the game. They take they take tempo, uh, move the ball around. And you know, that's what we need, man. We have such a great offensive team. We just need to bring out the best of everybody. And if we can do that, you know, we I just don't think I honestly don't think we can be stopped if all of us are in form. And I think that's the goal we need to strive for in these next couple of games to show that we are that force to be reckoned with. We'll have to wait and see. We'll definitely have to wait and see. But this, but this Already team then. struggled. This team struggled doing that, though. If you think about it, I mean, how many times have we came came on came on here and we're like, okay, the team the team did uh, exactly what Christian said for the whole first half. Then we're worth in the second half. It's always this dreaded second half for the team. I mean, this team cannot carry over what they did in the first and the second half majority of the time. And, and shoot, they can't even they can't even do it most of the time in the first half. That, that, that's so then, the is this the game to actually start doing it? But how, how, how many times have we really said that too? A lot too in the past. So I mean, you you still kind of you still have that those questions embedded in you still. I mean, just because they show it, if they show it this game, that doesn't mean they're gonna go out and do it the following week. That's because true. we see true. because we've seen this team fluctuate. That is true. Times. But at least it'll, at least it'll give them some confidence and some you know, yeah. It's like I guess idea of how you know how to take on the next couple of games, you know? Yeah, no, no doubt. It's just that, it's just that we've never seen this team do it that often, consistently. Consistently, yeah, yeah. yeah consistently. Uh, it's, again, I'm sounding like a broken record, but that's just that's just the bottom line because Stone Cold no. said so, and that's just how it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Well, I guess hope for the best then. Yep. I I mean at this point, yeah, we kind of have to. Right. Yeah, but um, hopefully the things start going going well for us on Saturday. All righty then. Well, with that said, prediction time. Christian, I'll throw oh, it to no. you first. What are you going? You know what? I have full faith in this team. I really hope Herrera surprises me with something. <clears throat> I'm going to go 3-1. 3-1. Okay, Dylan. I'm guessing two one. Two one. You know you were uh, you were about to say two two. You were about to say two two. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm not gonna go there no more. I said it. We're done. Two one. Okay. Two one. Two one. Um. You know what? I'm going. Uh, one nil. I'm going for two. Four two. Okay. Four two. Whoa. Well, hold your horses, partner. Hold for your damn two. Horse. Damn, you you really see our defense shaking, huh? <laughs> for real? <laughs> you really see you really see this offense lighting it up? <laughs> I I don't know. I I something tells me four two. Four two. Are you are you holding <laughs> on to the bull for eight seconds too? You I you want to hear what EA Sport had to say? Because they're holding on to the bull for ten seconds. Let's hear it. EA Sports has predicted. 
that America will lose two to zero at home against wow. Logan Paul. Where's Scotty? Scotty, you get Yikes. <laughs> well, now is I mean, oh, should we be worried about that? Last time they predicted that Leon won. Yeah, but those are predicted. We we won last week and we didn't win. I mean, I mean, shame on you, EA Sports. I I mean, I said two two, but honestly, I wouldn't be surprised at any outcome at this point. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I, we're hoping for the win. We're we're predicting obviously, the win. Ob- obviously, obviously, but uh, but if I'm being all honest. I'm not surprised at any outcome. Okay, wait, hold on. Let me ask a question here. You guys, you guys, uh, I'm seeing a lot of two thrown around for Lobo's blob. Um, that's very interesting. Now, if two does go in for Lobo's blob, because we haven't conceded two since the Monterey game, I mean, this is the Leon game. I meant my bad. What the hell? Since the Leon game, do you guys think maybe it's time for a defensive switch? Maybe put Edson Alvarez back in center back position? Yes and no. The only reason I say no is because he's so used to that midfield role now that whenever you stick yeah. him into that center back spot, he looks lost. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, we've been, we've gotten, we've conceded four goals in the last two games. That's accept. That's understandable. We knew what we were getting with Aguilera and Bruno Valdez. Let's not kid ourselves. They they no had way. a tremendous league. But mm-hmm. come on, we knew what we were getting ourselves into. No, you're right. But we'll have to wait and see. But of course, everyone else is predicting America to win except uh, EA Sports and Cari. Mm-hmm. So it's two against the world. Um, and something tells me those two have a pretty good, decent chance, depending on how, depending, like you said, Dylan, depending on what America side we get. And what Lobo side we get. And what Lobo side we get as well. All right, then, gentlemen, just last question before we wrap up the show Who scores? Who. Not who scores, but who has the man of the match for you guys? <clears throat> or who has to be your man of the match? For me, there has to be the striker, whoever is there. I don't care if it's Roger, Henry, or Nico. They have to be the man of the match. I, I need to see goals. Uh, we haven't scored in two games, and I miss yelling goal in front of my TV. So I want to see a goal. Christian? I mean, Dylan? Um, I like to see Vada do more. That is true. Okay. Understandable. So, understandable. Emperor Palpatine is with you on that one as well. So, I'll have to wait and see. I will. I will agree with you, Christian. I need. I need to see a striker have a good game. I need a striker to do well. And uh, yeah. whoever it is, is gonna have to go out there and do it. So, mm-hmm. let's. Uh, let's hope we can scream a couple of goals, and let's hope EA Sports does not get the result right with Gadi. And let's hope it's it's a let's hope it's a blowout. Let's hope let's hope for a I, seven nil. I really hope it's a blowout too. Yeah, let's just hope so. Let's definitely definitely hope so for that. Yeah. All right, then, gentlemen, we come to the end of the show. As always, it's been a pleasure. And uh, to address our good friend Mr. Carlos Diaz, asking us when is the next viewing party that will most likely be next month. Uh, we're still trying to see how we could uh, improve from the last viewing party. Actually, huge shout out to Mr. Carlos Diaz, everyone in the chat who came with his beautiful, lovely family and uh, brought us balloons as well 
to kind of like uh liven up the place as well so thank you mr carlos diaz for coming out and uh you know being a fantastic fantastic representative of the community and uh and, and, and really showcasing what it is to be an americanista out here and uh well we'll let you guys know about the next viewing party and uh whether or not it's still be at larry's or where you know if if the location will change and, and all that stuff we'll let you guys know as much as well uh we'll let you guys know about the fifa tournament coming up as well so we have uh, a couple of things on our plate that we're trying to you know kind of figure out kind of you know uh get things all sorted out with that as well i know we promised you guys a couple of different uh giveaways as well for the youtube for the you know instagram and all that stuff so we're we're, we're getting things situated we're getting ourselves kind of all you know uh assorted in in, in that aspect so be a little bit patient with us and then uh and, and we'll get you guys all that information and uh well with that said gentlemen anything else you want to say before we wrap up the show i'm think i'm good uh i think i'm good i think we covered everything all righty okay then well it looks like these two don't have much more to say it's a little bit late for them i, I don't blame them ah <sighs> well so how about you say something mr host okay. i will <laughs> I will. Uh, shout out to the ladies again for getting three points and uh, good luck to them tomorrow. Don't forget to use the hashtag Lady Aguilas and get yourself, uh, uh, you know, get yourselves behind the ladies so they know that uh, we're out there supporting them. Uh, make sure you guys do follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and um, uh, all the platforms for uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, and uh, Spotify if you guys ever miss a show. Uh, you guys can always find us there. And if you guys are listening to this on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, or Spotify, we urge you guys to come to the live shows. Uh, they're great fun. And who can forget trivia as well. So at the end of the day, I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. And uh, follow us on Twitter for any live updates on all things regarding America and all things regarding the podcast as well. And, uh, well, have yourselves a wonderful, beautiful night. We'll see you guys very soon. Hope you guys have enjoyed the show. We'll see you guys again next week on Tuesday. And then, as always, um, we'll keep you guys updated. So have yourselves a wonderful night. Gentlemen, thank you again for coming on, being wonderful co-host. It's my favorite favorite uh, day of the week. I love this. Whoop, whoop. All right. With a whoop-de-whoop back to you and a whoop-de-whoop to everyone else. Good night. We'll see you guys very soon on Saturday and tomorrow as well. Updates for the ladies. And, well, with that said, have a good night. As always, Arriba la America. Goodbye. <laughs>